Well, welcome to Mom Cave Live, where we may have lost our minds, but we haven't lost our sense of humor. <laughs> I'm Jen from Mom Cave, and our guest tonight, I'm super excited to talk to you because I follow her. I watch all her videos. They're super helpful, yet she's also funny and not condescending. Oh. And um, she's going to tell us how, she's going to tell us about a book that she just put out called How to Parent, but it's not that kind of book. It's not like how to parent, I'm telling you what to do. <laughs> it's parent, um, it's capital P dot A dot, it's the initials, parent, <laughs> which is an acronym. So I'm going to introduce Jackie. Tell us why your book's title is an acronym. <laughs> well, hi, first of all, thanks for having me. This And a lovely introduction. Thank you so much. Um, well, okay, so I wrote this book because I am, I didn't invent parenting, obviously. I'm not the first parent. I didn't invent gentle parenting. Um, but I've always been a big fan of mnemonics and acronyms to help me remember how to do things. And uh, so I started doing that on my social media and people really responded and it's helped them to remember some of the strategies. I think when you're in the middle of a tantrum or a meltdown or like big emotions of any kind, it's really hard to remember what you've learned mm -hmm. either I mean, however you learn it, you know? Right. Um, so it's helpful to have an acronym that you can be like, oh yeah, I remember when my kids, when my kids having a meltdown, this is what I should do. And so it's a book called How to Parent, which stands for possibly actually remember everything next time. And <laughs> every chapter is an acronym or a mnemonic to help you remember what to do in those big situations. I love that you call it the stop, drop, and roll of parenting. <laughs> we all remember to stop, drop, and roll. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, was actually misfire prevention. That's I, I believe it. I would expect I taught, nothing less. Stop, and roll. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh wait, you like you taught it? Yes, that was oh. that was part of the duties. You 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 each fire station had a misfire prevention, and you went around and taught little children how to stop, drop, and roll at fire safety. Did you have a sash? I totally had a sash. I love it, and I wish that that was a job that I could apply for right now. I know. Um. I would like to just be queen of the world, but yeah. I'm not. I'm a parent. So kind of. I feel like the opposite sometimes. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, uh, okay. Before you became a parent, did you have any expertise in parenting or did you learn all of, or, 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 you know, are you a teacher or do you mm -hmm. have are you a psychologist? Yeah. Well, okay. I'm not a psychologist, um, but I was a teacher for 11 years Mm, um, that explains I explains a lot of it. Yes. And I, it, <laughs> it is the reason that I know anything that I know. I, if I would have become a parent before becoming a teacher, my poor child, oh my gosh. And that's <laughs> another reason why I started doing all of this because I feel like it's so unfair that teachers are not unfair because teachers go deserve the training that they get, but teachers get so much help in the mm -hmm. form of trainings and parents just don't get that. They don't. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, you have a baby. They're like, here, you can do it. Take it. You're an animal. Take you know how to do this. And everybody just does what their parents showed them. And so mm -hmm. your parents weren't experts. Nobody's parents were experts. So no. being a teacher was really helpful. Um, I was a horrible teacher in my first few years. I screamed at my poor <laughs> students, um, poor babies. And, but they still remember me. They're like, send me messages on Instagram all the time. They're like, oh my That's gosh, sweet. it's you. Ah. Um, <laughs> the trauma wore off, I guess. But uh, I was horrible. And then I had to go get some training because otherwise I would have probably gotten fired. And um, I fell in love with learning how to connect with kids, to like encourage good behavior without having to be like, to 
have a classroom full of fear and mm-hmm. to set up expectations so they know what to do ahead of time. So it's like much more likely that they're going to do it. And so I just devoured all of that training. And then I went and got my master's in counseling. So I'm not a psychologist, but I do, I do have some extra training. You, you have some expertise there for sure. A little bit. Um, I mean, my brother would not agree with you. My brother would just say, oh my yeah. gosh, you're just my sister, but sibling rivalry. <laughs> they always know more than we do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if anybody has a specific parenting question you want to learn an acronym for or something, just pop it in the comments because we're watching the comments. Yes. Um, <laughs> you, you mentioned better than I am, but yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine, you know, my yeah. brain is always here, there and everywhere. Um, you mentioned that most people learn how to parent from their parents. Right. But what happens when God love your parents? They mm-hmm. weren't the kind of parent you want to be. And I've, I've struggled with that because there was a lot of um, spanking in my house. Mm. And so I always said, I will never spank my kids. Um, I, ha- I have not fully always lived up to that, mm-hmm. but I try. And <clears throat> the whole like concept of gentle parenting, um, how do you work through like what you were taught and learn a whole new way of being? It is so hard. And I think one of the first things that you have to do is realize that you have to kind of reparent yourself through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, once you make the decision, uh, it does take tr- like time to learn what to do and it yeah. takes time to learn what your triggers are. And once you learn your triggers, then you have to learn how to calm yourself down from those triggers. Because the first step in like dealing with any big emotion with your kid is making sure that you're calm. So right. that not only you can help them, you are also modeling like mm-hmm. I can be calm. And your big emotion is not too big for me. And right. I can be calm and help you through it. And so I have a whole chapter about emotional regulation strategies because so many people are like, how do you think I'm going to be able to teach my kids how to calm down? I can't even calm myself I can't down. calm down. I'm having <laughs> meltdowns and tantrums. Same, honestly, same. And I had a big talk with my son this uh, evening about it because one of my big like activators, my big triggers is that I, when I'm running late, which happens mm-hmm. a lot because I have ADHD <laughs> and I have time blindness, when I'm running late, I get extra stress. So other mm-hmm. things thrown on top of that make me like zzz, really yeah. stressed out. So I was just telling him, you know, I have this thing and it makes me stressed out and I need to take a deep breath. And for some people, just hearing the phrase, take a deep breath is also triggering because they're like, that doesn't help me. (laughs) (laughs) And you're probably right. It probably doesn't right away. And telling your kid to take a deep breath probably doesn't help them. Um, But I mean, scientifically, if you do take some deep breaths, it will help. But there are lots of other things you can do um, if that is not the go-to for you. I really like reducing any sort of stimuli. Like if I can close my eyes, if you can wear mm-hmm. like earplugs that kind of take some of the sound out, or if you can't do that, if you can just go into a, a darker room for a second, that helps me. Running cold water on your wrist helps me. Um, repeating a mantra, something like, he's not giving me a hard time. He's having a hard time. So, just something yeah, that can just take you out of that anger before you respond. So that's that's the first step. And then something's happening. <laughs> something's happening out there. I'm a real mom happening. with real child who's I know. real, real things have out real there. children that could <laughs> at any moment. Anytime. So I think it's okay. Um, I don't know if I answered the question. I hope that I did. Yeah, you, you okay. totally did. So um, what is your favorite acronym of all time for parent? Um, my favorite, 
and probably one that I'm most well known for is the brat method, which (laughs) (laughs) I love. Although I, had I known that I was going to be the acronym person, I probably would have not made it brat because I don't want people to feel like I'm calling their kids brats. But it's so easy to remember. And when you're frustrated and you're thinking, what a brat, then you can remember the mnemonic. Exactly. And I try to make the mnemonic not just like a word. I try to make it relate to the situation. So like when your kid's having a meltdown, the acronym is SPACE because they need space. They don't Mm -hmm. need you in their face at that time. So like the BRAT method stands for breathe, which is what I just said. Calm yourself down. It doesn't have to be breathe, but calm down. Uh, R is recognize, and that is recognizing out loud what they are doing with their body. So you just threw that block across the room. Your eyebrows are scrunched. Your shoulders are up. You seem really mad. That's the A is acknowledging the feeling. So you recognize what's going on with their body, and then you acknowledge what they're feeling, or at least guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're wrong, they'll tell you. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm, I'm frustrated. You know, whatever they tell you. And then uh, T is tame. So hopefully ahead of time, you've had a chance to work on some calm down strategies. I'm working right now on a calm down corner uh, digital guide because people are always asking me how to set that up and get that practice started with your kids. Yeah. But if you can just kind of like gesture at it, like remember <laughs> your calm down corner. No, calm down. Or, not like get over there. Not, it's not time out. It's a place that they would day. like to go. Yeah. Oh, calm down. <laughs> Yeah. Or I just, with my son, he really responds well to like, if I just hand him one of his stuffies, he doesn't have a stuffy that's like his thing, but Mm -hmm. if, if he's stressing out, I can hand him one and he kind of uses it to wash his, wipe his boogers and just, you know, (laughs) that's his thing. Uh, and then the last T it's a double T brat like Benjamin and it, uh, it it stands for teach. And I added that one later, but that Mm -hmm. is something that you also add later. It's not something you do in the moment when everybody's calm, you take a moment and you're like, Hey, Next time you're mad because your tower fell down, um, call me. I'll help you. Or, you know, walk away for a minute and then come back and rebuild it. So it's just telling them what to do next time, basically. Yeah, that's been super important in our family. It's like the the de- debrief later has always been a good thing. Like, what could you have done differently? What could I have done differently? Right. Um, I'm also a big believer in apologizing to my kids. Like, okay, mommy was really stressed out. And I did not mean to raise my voice. I'm sorry. But um, when that was happening, it makes me stressed out. So let's talk about that. And like in the debrief, sometimes we have to apologize. (laughs) That that is so powerful and so amazing that you're doing that. That's one of the best things you can do to teach your kids how to apologize. First of all, is like, oh, my mom apologizes when she does something wrong. Right. And then two, like taking that accountability makes the conversation so much easier. Like if you start a conversation with your kid after a big meltdown like that, with like, I'm sorry, I raised my voice. It disarms them. Mm-hmm. Like they're probably like worried that you're going to come in and shout at them. But if you apologize first thing, they're like, Oh, okay. I'm not in trouble. This is okay. Where are we going? They're ready to like, listen a little bit more. So that's a great, great thing to do. Um, we're in different stages of parenting. You have, For sure. you have a little, preschool child, right? Yeah, he just started kindergarten this year. Oh, kindergarten. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and my oldest is just turned 13. And I always say like, it's, you know, if you can't figure something out in parenting, so just know it's a stage and that stage will pass and then you'll be in, in the next stage and not know what to do. <laughs> so I'm in the next yes. stage of not knowing what to do of the, the teenager years. Now, I know you haven't 
personally gone through them yet, but do you have any acronyms that you think would be fitting to help me because I really need some help? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't know if I have anything that's specifically written for teenagers Mm -hmm. other than, uh, but that does give me somewhere to go in the future. Maybe Um, part two. And part two. Yeah. I do have one for teaching kids how to apologize. If you need that, it's that one. Um, and let me just remember what the things are because now I can't remember it. <laughs> I get on the spot. I get a little bit nervous and I can't of remember course. things. It's um, so much harder to remember things on the spot. <laughs> oh, okay. So I have oops. And then I have how, which is setting expectations. I think that's helpful for everybody before you go into a new situation. Like this is what I'm expecting out of you just so mm-hmm. that they can know what to do. Right. Um, here it is. It's right here on page 67. So the first O is own up to it. Don't try to pin the blame on the other person. And the other O is the other person's feelings. Recognize them. Mm-hmm. P is make a plan for the future. And S is sorry. Say that. <laughs> Say that word. That's yeah. so important because, I mean, I'm sure you've met adults who just don't know how to say I'm sorry. Or the idea of it, like, so disarms them, so, like, tears at the core of their self-esteem that they can't say they're sorry. And that affects their entire lives, like your job, your, your relationships, everything. It's bananas. So. And I, I think in that chapter I reference, um, cause I'm a big Bravo fan. I reference the real housewives because mm-hmm. none of them can apologize. It's all like, I'm sorry that you felt that way. Yeah. Or right. I'm sorry, but you got upset. I'm sorry. You got upset. Yeah. And it's like, no, you have to own up. I'm sorry. I hurt you. I'm sorry. I broke your toy. You are probably scared when I get angry like that. In the future, I will take a deep breath before I talk to you. I'm very sorry. And that's, that's, oops. <laughs> yep, that's great. You just went through the steps like that. Yeah. Um, there is something else you have going on, a new podcast. I know nothing about it other than it's called <laughs> Hiding in Cars, which mm-hmm. I assume means from your children. But yes. what is it? <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, okay. So I started it for a few reasons. Um, one is to was because I wanted to have a designated time where I'm catching up with a friend um, because I'm really bad at, especially when I'm going through bad things, like isolating myself and not talking to people. Mm-hmm. And so if I have it on the calendar, it's like, you can't just hide. you got to go talk to a friend. Yes. So my friend Evelyn and I are doing this. It's like our third podcast we've started together. Um, but also, so the hiding in cars part is we just... Uh, we pretend like we're with you in your car while you're hiding from your kids or like sitting in Starbucks and like scrolling on your phone. It's very just like you can tune in, tune out. It's nothing too deep on the main feed of the podcast. Awesome. We're just chatting. And then we have a bonus episode, which is where uh, we will answer parenting questions. Because the other reason was a lot of people ask me questions on TikTok and on Instagram and on Facebook, and I can't get to all of them to make videos. And sometimes I just don't have time to make a video but I want to address some of those questions. Right. So it uh, it was a way to like address it in a broader way and give enough, people another way to reach us. So yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah. Thanks. Um, one of my favorite videos of yours is the one about setting expectations. Mm. And I'm so sorry. No, no worries. She has a frog in her throat. <laughs> I know. I, I think I have a frog in my house. Actually. <laughs> oh, Not I'm kidding. I'm obsessed with frogs. We'll talk about frogs in a little bit. Yeah, we could do a whole thing on frogs, but there is a tiny little frog that was wedged between two parts of the sliding glass door a few hours ago, and and we're like, oh, we have to find a way to get it out and let it out. And somebody closed the door, so now it's like in the inside part, and it's, 
I don't know where it is. So I, after this, I'm going to go upstairs and frog hunt. Yeah. Are your kids frog lovers or are they? Averse? Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty cool with animals. My, my daughter loves every kind of animal, including snakes, which oh. to me was like, what? Yeah. Just fine. Cool. Except for you've got to like, you got to know your snakes if you want to be a snake lover. Right. You don't want to love on the wrong snake. <laughs> right. It's kind of like men. Um, <laughs> no, no. Some exactly. man's going to be mad at me for calling men snakes. But, oh. um, okay. And then another thing you've got going on is very funny. I, I hear you, you've invented a way for us to continue to be the slacker moms we are yes, and yes. get some, some love and relaxation while parenting. Yeah. Um, my sister-in-law actually sent me a video of, and I think you've experienced this of like a dad laying on the couch with a shirt with roads all over the back of it. And the kid is driving the car. She was like, you could totally make shirts like this. I have a mm-hmm. shirt shop already. She's like, you could make shirts like this. So people could, um, stay part of the parenting game when they're like yep. sick or yes. tired or you know, whatever, when you want to participate, but you also don't have the energy to get up off the couch. Uh, and so I have, I'm going to show you show just me. a couple of them. Um, this is a scavenger hunt t-shirt. So it's the, Ooh. the name is Zosty. It's short for exhausted. And then, so Fitting. like you put this on and then you lie on your tummy and then you can, you can like do four corners or bingo or whatever, you know, straight line blackout. And it's like something shiny, something that smells good, something soft. And they have to go find stuff. Um, there's one with like a blank face that they have to make a face and hair and stuff out of or clothes from That's items that they find around the house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the last one is a Halloween one. Um, my son and I played this yesterday, actually. It's like a guess who. So you mm-hmm. pick one and then you're like, is it uh, alive? Does it have eyeballs? Can it walk? And then try to get them to guess who. So those are all on Etsy. If you look those are awesome. totally fun. Um, so tell everyone where they can find you and the podcast and the shirts <laughs> and all the stuff and all the acronyms. I said I had ADHD. I wasn't lying. I cannot stick to one thing. Like there's stuff everywhere. Um, I'm at kind minds underscore smart hearts. And in my link tree, you can find all of that other stuff. Um, my book is on Amazon. If you search, yes. I'm sending search, it to the comments. The oh, link thank you. To the book should be in the comments if I did this right. <laughs> but it's, if you search how to possibly actually, it'll come up. If you search for how to parent like a million books, I did not right. think that through. A million books come up that don't really help. They're not the same. <laughs> so. And I promise it's not judgy. I promise it's really easy to read. I made it like double space pages so that it's like, you feel like you've read a hundred chapters. It's, it's a breeze. That's awesome. So you feel accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Look, if anybody here watches your videos, they know you're not judgy. You're awesome and down to earth. So (laughs) thanks for chatting with me. Thanks for watching everybody. And um, I'm going to go frog hunt. Yes. Good luck. I wish you good luck on that. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you.